and welcome to the People Chronicles. And this is a new portion of the People Chronicles. It's all for the Jazz Fest. The Berks Jazz Fest is celebrating its 25th anniversary this year, and that's a really big deal. And I know many of you are familiar with Berks Jazz Fest. If you've never gone, shame on you. I don't know what you're waiting for. You'll go this year, and I have two special guests with me um, that we're going to feature. I believe you guys are part of the opening weekend, fabulous Friday Funkathon. Did I get that right? Yes, ma'am. That's good. Fabulous Friday. That's a lot of alliteration. (laughs) (laughs) Fred Meredith and um, Eric Koala, the Uptown Band and the Dance Hall Docs. That's right. So you know what's interesting about you two guys? And this is something I don't think everybody knows. Please tell us. You guys are the bookers. (laughs) Oh, sure. The booking agents. Mm -hmm. So I got got the the core management, not only the onstage presence, but the behind the scenes as well. Yep. Which do you like better? I like performing. Management is, it's part of the job, but it's, uh, with a big group, it's, it's a lot of work. I yeah. think Eric probably. I, I like both, you know, I, I like both sides of it. I have a business degree, so I, I like that side of it as well. Booking the band and booking other bands doing that, but there's challenges on both sides, obviously, you know. How about Burke's Jazz Fest? Yes. Over the years, I mean, I've been very fortunate to be able to MC and talk to a number of musicians and I always get the sense and I, I like to think they're not just being nice because we're there, but I always get the sense musicians really like to be at Berks Jazz Fest. Is uh, that a true statement? I think so, yeah. Why? What is it about it? Well, it's a venue that we normally don't get to perform in with a lot of musicians on, over a lot of dates. These festivals are not that common any longer. And the, another reason is that you know we come in, we set up, and we play. We don't have to worry about um, sound production, um, the booking oh. side of it. Um, you know, Wait, I'm, you booked yourself, didn't you? Right, but uh, we're not we're not responsible for selling tickets. I mean, just oh, our God, fan yeah. base and people that got come yeah. see us. You know, they'll they'll support right. the festival, but it's a it's a wider audience that we get to to perform in front of that we would not normally. Yep. And when you think about the Berks Jazz Festival, and this is twenty five years of the biggest of the big names, anybody from the biggest George Benson to you know the yeah. smallest local act, Winton Marsalis, Winton, you know yeah. Dave Cos is coming this year. That's what makes this. I mean, it's really a celebration. Diane for Reeves two, is Diane, back. Every, yep. It's a celebration for two weeks, two weekends, and all over the, the country people come. Now, this one guy I know, he comes from Ohio every year. To, I mean, to watch. To watch. And he's here, and he goes around to all the different festivals. And when you think of all the big festivals in the United States, it's really amazing that it's right here in Berks County. So you're talking about the big jazz festivals yep. across the country. Yep. Berks ranks right up there. It's right in the top five. Yep. You know, when you think about all the other, all the other ones, whether it be Catalina, whether you know, whatever Rehoboth, yeah, and yeah. that's another great one. Just in longevity, two weekends. A lot of jazz festivals do it for a weekend. You know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's hard to get that longevity for nine, ten days like this festival does. Right. And people support it locally, and people support it from Philly and New York, and and as I said, Ohio, Maryland, wherever else they come here. You know, to stay here, and a lot of people come to the Crown, and they'll stay here yeah. all week and just go to all the different shows and spend thousands of dollars, which is a beautiful thing. Yes, for, it is for Berks County. Yep, yep. Um, probably one of <clears throat> one of the proudest moments. And when it started twenty five years ago, and I've talked with John Ernesto about this many times, it started as just I think a one or two night affair. And in fact, Eric, mm-hmm. I remember your first appearance at My- the Jazz Fest because you did an interview. Well, it was really cool. Um, now, this it was this was about the fifth year for it, but they started doing the all-county jazz band, and I was in the inaugural oh. one for that. 
And I remember Dennis de Blasio was up there, and he was like God to me. He's a Barry Sachs player that played, I think, the first Berks Jazz Festival. And uh, just, you know, they give – that's one thing that's so nice about this festival, too, is not only does it give professionals an opportunity to perform, there's so many uh, opportunities for kids to perform as well. And they still – you know, that that, that old county jazz band has been around 18 years So that was your first exposure. Yep. Yep. How about you, Fred? Yep. Um, We got involved in the festival – uh, back in, I think, 2008, um, the one thing that, that I think we as musicians appreciate about this festival is that it's not just a traditional jazz fest. Um, it invites you know a lot of different genres of music, blues, mm-hmm. obviously funk, R&B, which we're a part of. And um, the way we got involved was, as I said, the band is made up of a five-piece horn section. That's what we center the band around. And then we always use a special guest singer. And we were able to put together a book where we could bring in special guest singers and perform uh, the music style that they perform in the bands that they regularly play in. Like, for example, Brent Carter from Tower of Power, yeah. Ray Green, who's the current Tower of Power singer, performed with us last year, and Tom Bowes, who was also a singer in Tower of Power. They perform with us together. Um, this year we have uh, Brent Carter, who is currently Average White Band's lead singer, and they come in, um, we just do a quick rehearsal at Soundcheck and, and run, run the show. That's a, that's a special talent. You're, you're chameleon-like. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you mm-hmm. can bring in any, any featured singer sure. and, and do their thing. Right. And do it really, really well. We try. Yeah. We, we, um, to, to help us along, we have charts for everything. So it's, everything's written out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, I mean, obviously the, the band has to prepare because there's no rehearsal. The individuals. Wait, 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 wait. You don't rehearse? Not at this point, no. No. Everybody just gets their chart sheet? Right, show and up. Go. Show up ready to roll. Yeah. Yep. Professionals, I mean, that's what you, <laughs> when, when you hire guys, whether it's his band or my band, that's what we try and do. Okay, wait a minute. Kids you know. are listening. <laughs> Fred and Eric, kids are listening. The, the kids that are in in that high school. Well, we didn't Our say Brooks no. County all county band. So, how did you transition from? If you want to be a musician, it's practice, 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 well, practice. How do you transition from that to where you are now? Well, you didn't say that you didn't practice. They practice exactly. it on their own time, and then when you then you bring it together on the day of, and that's a beautiful thing when you it's have to be magical, huh? Yeah, it is quite. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you think about that. Yeah, some of the songs that we do on the gig, we've we're doing them for the first time as a band, with with that particular singer. You know, I mean, Eric's that's sat cool. in with the band before, you know. and just, you know, and it's not it's not an ad lib type thing. It's a, as Eric stated, it's a preparation of individuals, and that's what I think makes the festival so unique that people come together from all over, and they're musicians that are performing <laughs> together for the first time, and um, it's a matter of preparation, and you can tell the difference between people winging it and people that have prepared the, the the product is it definitely shows yeah here's a tough one and maybe it isn't and now that you're describing some of the the background mm-hmm. uh leading up to you're on stage and i'm in the audience who takes the lead on stage when everybody has just been given a chord sheet and you've practiced individually um who's following whom does somebody has to take a lead right well, I mean, like in my situation, it's different because we don't have the featured guests that he has. But mm-hmm. when there's a band leader and if it's my show, I'm going to take the lead just because that's how our band is run. You're probably the same type of way that you take the lead and you run the rehearsals. And We, we have – it's it, – it, you know, Eric's band's performing, you know, hundreds of times a year. This band, the Dancehall Docs, is performing, 
you know, six, six to eight times a year. So the leadership role is a little bit different. Um, even though I am the leader of the band, usually the, the leader of the horn section and or the lead singer kind of conducts and directs the show as we go out through the night, as opposed to, um, you know, a band like Eric's that's been performing so often, they just, they, they just kind of know. Mm. You know, they feel their way through it, and it's it's organized, but it's it's unspoken, and um, that's that's kind of the leading bit in of, a dance. Yeah, that's the little Sound bit of difference. But the, but the two, I think the two work. They can work well in this type of an environment, and I think and I think people will see that with this show. That you know, you can have two bands that are going to be um, performing similar styles of music, but yet approaching it from a different angle, and y- the audience will probably not notice a difference. The audience just loves it. Yeah. Been in many of those audiences. We're talking with Fred Meredith and Eric Koala, Dancehall Docs and Uptown Band, respectively. The two of you are going to appear on a, on a double billing for that fabulous Friday Funkathon. This is new mm-hmm. yep. for the 25th anniversary. Yep. Yep. So, how do you envision that unfolding? Well, it should be pretty cool. We're going to go on first. We're going to play 7.30 to about 9 o'clock, 9.15. And uh, we're going to do some of our original songs. We'll do some funky stuff. We'll do some jazz stuff. Uh, a little bit of everything. Um, probably not country music that night, though, because it's a funkathon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> country we'll, doesn't get quite that funky. No, nah, They're trying not. to. They are trying to. I mean, a lot of them are carrying horn sections. But, um, yeah, we look forward to it. It's going to be neat. Uh, we just did our CD release there on May 30th. And uh, this will be the first time Over performing. Building 24? Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, we had a real nice crowd that night. And we're hoping that, you know, a lot of those fans and friends will come out to see us that night to see the collaboration with the dance hall docs as well. Something so different. You guys are going to be at Building 24 You this month, mm-hmm. correct, in December? The 19th. And who are you, you, who's your lead S- that same, time? The same performer. Brent Carter's coming off a tour out of uh, U.K., for a couple of days, and he'll be in town um, on the 19th. We'll be there from 7 to 9.30. Is it that spontaneous? I mean, as, as you're booking, you know, that somebody's coming off tour, they're going to be coming through town, they give you a call and say, hey, let's put something together? Pretty does much. Does it work like that? It does. Mm-hmm. I mean, you like to plan ahead, but like last year, Brent was on the bill for our gig, and he had to cancel at the last minute because average white band rescheduled, and fortunately, he was able to get a sub for us, which happened to be the current lead singer of Tower of Power, Ray Green, and he came in and did the gig. It was great. Not a bad sub. No. <laughs> no. It doesn't even sound like sub doesn't no, fit. No, sub is not the right actually. word. No. <laughs> but that's okay. So yeah. 25th anniversary, and what's the date? April your 10th. Show. April 10th. Yep, it's the, it's the uh, not the inaugural, it's the first day of Jazz Fest. That's a yep. big day. Because yeah, it's cool. I think there's, for all of Jazz Fest, there are it shows is. going on three, four, five different venues well, simultaneously. And I'll be playing twice that day because I get to play with Benny Sims and Cliff Starkey with the Groove Masters. They've been doing the kickoff at the Peanut Bar for 20 some years, I think. That's right. Fest open. That's right. We used to televise that yeah. as well. So that's going to be a busy but fun day. So, and Benny and Reggie are going to be together for the closing yep. weekend. Yep. Right. Bunch of Another funk in the Groove Masters the last Friday of the Jazz Fest. Yep. Um, and then during Jazz Fest, some other things? Are you going to be performing and doing some backup bringing in the horn section for any other artists coming well, in? Yeah, our horn section, um, they work independently with other artists and other bands, and they have several several gigs booked. Um, individuals in the band, they perform in other other um, other ensembles, but the, the dance hall docs as a as a group will be that Friday's the is the, the gig, first one is the gig. Yep, and really only six to eight times per year. Yes. I thought you guys were together more than that performing. It just well, seems uh, the, I mean, the, the names e- right there. So as Eric can attest, the economy of scale to a large band is not what it used to be, and and mm-hmm. it's it's a rare opportunity to get 
11 or 12 people together under one roof and 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 make it consistent mm-hmm. you know eric's been successful at it with seven or eight and that's that's even you know pushing the envelope these days but you know it, it can work it's just a matter of where the opportunities are and fortunately we have this opportunity yeah. and we take advantage yep. of it would the dance hall docs not be if it wasn't for jazz fest probably not <sighs> Are you glad we have Jazz Fest? Yeah, oh, How about you? Are you performing other than on Friday, April 10th? Yeah, well, I'll be doing Friday, those two shows Friday, and then the next Friday I have my quartet with uh, Don Walker, Jennifer Kinder, and my drummer Mike Humbert at Boscov's at the Greenery awesome. over in uh, Exeter, Mount Penn, mm-hmm. and we've done those before. And I believe we're going to be at the Peanut Bar on Wednesday as well. We did the show with Uptown, our Jazz Up show, the last couple years at the Peanut Bar on Wednesday. I still have to talk to Michael about that. But we're in talks for it, so hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. My people are talking with your people. It's all hey, good. That's, that's right. It. Yeah, you know it. Yeah, so hopefully we we'll work that out. 25th anniversary of Burke's Jazz Fest. And you're here to kick off this special multimedia preview of Jazz Fest. And you can find out more at burksjazzfest.com or here on thepeoplechronicles.com. Keep it here every week. We have a brand new interview leading up to the big event. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. you.